0: And welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host Lacey O'Finley.
2: Happy Monday.
0: So we got a few things to talk about.
1: Yes. You know,
0: I guess I'll, I'll come up front and be up front uh, with everyone uh-huh. about something. Uh huh. Because, um, well, how do I want to say this? Because I want to be modest, really, really <sighs> modest. Because I can't help it. It's just the okay. way I am.
2: Well, you could just have me be that, be the uh,
0: the other voice was... in your head. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess I have a job with Screen Rant.
2: Yes.
0: You know, it's exciting. I mean, I'm doing uh, doing some some training technically right now, mm-hmm. uh, to I guess ensure that I am what they want, uh-huh. and then from there, who knows? We'll be seeing right articles man. published, I guess, within the next week or so.
2: That's so awesome. See? Yeah. So yes!
0: That was, uh, for, for anyone on the uh, Discord, uh, I think it was the um, Probably Make This Work Discord, I was supposed to submit oh, yes. a little something for the upcoming Podcasters Assemble on the real Ghostbusters cartoon and I really didn't have much to say, but I thought maybe I'll come up with some little something just to kind of throw my hat in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, I didn't have time. So that's why. that's That was the big thing and that I'm came And I'm sure they up.
2: would understand and love and be excited for you, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big I'm deal. Sure. It's a big deal. I mean,
0: when I, when I said it, I think... Uh, there was an implication that it was bad, and I was like, no, 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 no. Everything's everything's good. Just
2: sure, like I just can't <clears throat> chat about it just yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I just I wanted to let people know, hey, I'm, I'm. Everything's good. That's what it was. Um Yeah. So hopefully things will will come about of it, uh, something good. Matter of fact, and then. Well,
2: I'm excited for you. I know you're I've been you're excited, excited for you ever since you told me.
0: <laughs> it was just. Can't wait. It was just one of those things that I I did uh, because I've been putting out... Anytime I'd see uh, job applications for video editors or Mm -hmm. anything like that, I would just... I'd put in for it because, again, what are they going to do? Say no? Okay, so I'm right where I started. No big deal. And trust me, I don't like hearing no, but better to try than not try at all. Uh, this was one of those that I, I saw. I think it was for reality television writing, and uh, you know they that's have not writers. You know that that's that's not my um that's not my strong suit. Sure. But I thought, eh, well, you know what the hell, I'll I'll lay it out there, and before long I'm getting correspondence, and. When they, they kind of continued to push the reality television, I, I had to be upfront. I was like, look, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm not uh, very familiar with reality television. So if you are 100% yeah. serious about wanting me for this, just have that in mind because I, I don't...
2: I'm going to have a lot of homework to do. Basically. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do not know anything about reality television. So then they said, well, what about movies and television? And then I was like, okay, now you, now you're uh, you're up now my we're alley. Up my wheelhouse. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. luckily that paid off. Um, I even called mm. him out for being a scam, <laughs> mm. and that also didn't backfire um, because the correspondence was on an email yeah. server from from a different company, and it just made me nervous because sure. I I'd, I'd been down this road before. Someone had mm. been saying, well, hey, send us this and this and this and you know uh, then we'll we'll grade you or whatever and it the process seemed to just be going pretty well and mm-hmm. and pretty steady and it was just like okay so they're not even looking over this okay well they're just and then I, I got into my head and started questioning everything because this is it's too good to be true to hell with sure. you you're trying to screw me over I know what this yeah. is and trying to
2: defeat yourself before they do it
0: yeah. And when I called them out, the I mean, the correspondence immediately stopped. And I was like, well, see, there you go. I called them out for being scammers. Screw them. Yeah, I knew it. And it took an entire day for someone to get back with me and be like, hey, we heard <laughs> there was a, you know, that we uh, offered you a job uh-huh. and and that you were a little concerned. And, but here's, here's what it is and here's what you need to know, so... If you'd rather, you know, you can talk to me. And that put my mind at ease because it was from an actual email from the company. And I was like, okay, okay. And at least,
2: like, sensitive to the idea of understanding that, you know, finding... Jobs like this from home and everything can be unnerving. Yeah. It is hard to tell if it's like a legit offer or from a legit human or anything mm-hmm. these days, you know? Yeah. So, so it's nice that they were sensitive to that
0: concern. Right. And and again, I'm so grateful that I wasn't just immediately dismissed mm-hmm. for that as well because I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been down that road yeah. and I, I, I'm not going to fall for it. I refuse to be scammed over a job.
2: Sure. Yeah.
0: And it's not like it's a job I need. It's a job I want. Yeah. And there's a difference. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what I think
2: you're going to kill it. I think everyone should just tell Steven, stop, stop, defeat yourself in your head.
0: I can't help it. Trust you got me. it
2: because you were good, and they liked what you submitted, and they liked your style, and they asked you to be a part of it. Huh? And I think you should uh, enjoy that a little bit more.
0: I'm gonna try. <laughs> I just, I, I hope that uh, I'm up to the challenge, and and can get out of my head because I got I got pretty stuck uh, mm. when it came to my training article, and it was stuff I knew. It was, it was things I, I was just nerves. Yeah.
2: I think you just got to take a breath, shake it off. You got this. It's probably nothing you hadn't killed in articles a million times before.
1: Mm.
2: Now you're just nervous. Cause you'll like, it's probably just in your head. Like now it counts. Yeah. Now, you it, know? Can- <laughs> now it counts. Whereas all those years I was a writer before, but mm. it all counted.
1: It all counted. Well, I
0: mean, even, even when I'm writing stuff like this, I don't feel like I, I mean, I can get stuck but I don't feel like it's I'm getting stuck because I don't know what to write. It's I'm stuck because I can't focus. Like the room will be too loud or something like that. And I get pulled oh, away from it. And
2: Yeah. You care too much.
0: Yeah. That's what it is.
2: No, I and I, I get the feeling. Like I know it's hard to put into words. I get the feeling, mm. but... I know but, it's easy for me to say on this side, but I think you've got this. And I think you just need to keep telling yourself that. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, I mean, I know. And I mean, hey, I'm. It's have not you like, even
2: allowed yourself to, like, squeal and be a little excited at all? Or have you kept yourself hidden in nope. this little, like, nope, gonna... I'm letting... I'm waiting for doom. I'm waiting for doom.
0: I'm I'm letting everyone else be excited for me. I
2: think you should just, like, don't even tell any of us if you know why. Just go in a closet with a pillow somewhere and just squeal like you know like, it's you just don't want not to hear you or
0: <laughs> I guess until I get uh like a praise from from the editors from this place mm-hmm. then maybe I'll start to be like all right I got this I got this okay. but right now it's it's just I don't know I'm waiting to fail um, I can't right. help it you
2: got this you got this it's just a new feeling it's just a new feeling for mm-hmm. you you'll you'll learn where to to process it in your head and move forward. You I got hope This so. man. You got hmm. this. I work on it. If you were good, they wouldn't have asked you.
0: But hey, I That's mean I how I look at it. I'm not the only one who's a published writer at this point. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not even I'm not even published technically yet. Oh you, well, on the other hand, I mean you got your little geek to geek media review. I did.
2: It was very sweet of, uh, of them to ask. Yeah, it was for 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 Bloodshore. If people may not know already, because um, it's FMV, so duh, I mm-hmm. want it. I'm on board because I just adore the genre, and I adored the game. It was yeah. fun. And uh, Mr. Rupert Booth snuck in there <laughs> on me, um, and apparently on him too. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it's a very small part, you know, because there's, um, in the beginning of the game, they're kind of giving you flashes of, um, like, catching you up to speed on on you know the backstory of Killstream, which is the name of the battle royale reality show within the blood short you know fmb and so they have some scenes of some like activist talking heads of course um like how are you okay with killing all of these human beings regardless of their prison inmates or whatever and so he was one of those activist talking heads Mm-hmm. That was like on the news. I'm doing quote air quotes that you guys can see, but like on their news, they're in the show. So when he popped up, I just went, "Oh, Rupert!" <laughs> you know. And uh, called him out on it on Twitter, and he said the same thing. He's like, snuck by me, too. Because apparently he only knew it by the working title. Uh So he was getting really confused when everyone's like, you're in Bloodshore. And he's like, why do people think I'm in this game? (laughs) Like, what? And then, um, you know, when he realized what, like, the official title was, was like, oh, yeah, I did do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, if you want to see a little cameo from Mr. Rupert Booth as well, I can recommend it. But, yeah, they were very sweet. And mm. uh over there and uh allowed me to write an article about blood shore for them and put it up on their on their website so. yeah everybody go over there
0: and check that out <laughs> if you haven't already
2: i'm having such a horrible day today uh,
0: I
1: need
2: this, some
0: water or something it's the weather the weather's I, well, up and down cold hot I, cold hot
2: it's in the low 30s now. I saw snow flurries a couple days ago, so I was instantly cranky. No. Because I'm like, well, if it starts, I guess. It is that time of year.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I suppose. Well, uh, what have you been playing?
2: Ooh, so Red Dead. I'm like all mm-hmm. back up in it. Um... I'm now past where I had played before. So it's like becoming new story. Mm-hmm. And even though like one of the bigger things that happened had been spoiled for me a while ago. Like w- my fault I guess for waiting so long. But it was one of those things where you were watching something and mm-hmm. it they inadvertently said it. And it wasn't even supposed to be anything to do with the thing you were watching, so you were like ah. <sighs> <laughs> So I do know what ends up happening to Arthur in the long run, but the journey, I still didn't know. So, um, but spoilers for those. I know again, cause you know, for it's still been two, three
0: year old game. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it happened to me, you know, and I, I know. thought I was doing really well, staying out of those circles just for myself. But, uh, yeah, he just got sick.
1: Hmm.
2: And so, Now I'm in that part of it, and I kind of, like, I hate my camp. (laughs) (laughs) I don't enjoy this camp at all, Uh, but, you know, we're just, we're bad people, man. Mm -hmm. We're not good people. (laughs) Really not. But I'm, like, I'm getting so sucked into the story now again because we're finally getting past it. You know what? Now, granted, I haven't beaten it yet. It says Mm. I'm 63% through just the story, dear Lord. Yeah. Like, and I feel like I've put in so much time. Granted, I know I've wandered off a few times and got distracted, as you do in the game. You're like, oh, I'll go hunt or do something right now, because this is what's the piece of candy that caught my eye. But I would kind of like, and again, without me having beat it, a game about Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, his story arc so far has been kind of interesting, just in the points that from the beginning of the game to where I am now. And I almost feel like it would be interesting to see like maybe a prequel on how Dutch came to be. Like, and again, I don't know what his fate or demise is in the game. For all I know, they all die. (laughs) You know, like, uh, because, you know, we've been having a rough go of it so far. I've lost some people. But uh, yeah, I feel like, his character might be kind of an interesting dive to see how that arc. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. what was he like before Blackwater?
1: Who knows? I feel
2: like I'm just seeing the deviation downwards. Mm-hmm. I want to see what he was in his heyday. Yeah, why not? Like, why did we all start following Dutch in the first place? I want—I I feel like that could be interesting. I don't know. Maybe just me.
0: No, I can see it. I see where you're coming with it.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, I want to know what... Pre-Blackwater Dutch was like now. Mm-hmm. But anywho. But yeah, I've been all up in that. All oh. in it. I've been. And then to break up the monotony <laughs> of that, I gave myself a break yesterday. Okay. And I tried that unpacking game. It was on the Xbox Game Pass. And I, re- I remember when I watched the trailer when it first came out, I went, really? Like, even for me, really? Um, and yeah, that's all it is. You're unpacking your house. And I beat it. Okay. Um. I sat there and played the whole dang thing <laughs> and didn't even realize it. It wasn't very long. I want to say like two, three hours maybe. And I guess it just depends on how fast you figure out where everything needs to go in the house. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those chill, just kind of a strategy, spatial awareness kind of games where you unbox a thing. When you get an object out of it, you decide where it needs to get put away in the house. Hmm. And then eventually you'll have more rooms. You know, and then, oh, I opened something in the kitchen. This clearly needs to go in the bedroom or something. So you have to, like, run around the house and do it and uh, be damned if I made fun of it and sat there and frickin' played the whole thing anyway. So I have no more legs to stand on for making fun of it. But so now I can recommend it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I played it on Game Pass. I don't know that I would have uh, sought it out otherwise. But Right, right. It was one of those things where it was like later at night and I kind of wanted to play something for a little bit but not get like too into anything with a story. I was like, well, this looks like it could be perfect. Mm. And then I sat there and played the whole damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also decided to play Prison Architect for whatever Mm -hmm. reason on Xbox Game Pass. This has been out for a while. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, I bet it's just like building a prison. (laughs) I did no real research into it. I just saw the picture look like... um, cyanide happiness like drawn characters you know just like the bubble head and all this I was like oh I bet we're just like building you know how I can get into those simulation games no there's like an adult violent story that goes along with this that I just wasn't expecting (laughs) (laughs) about like some of the prisoners that are in prison you know and how they got there and so it sucked me in even more I sat there played that damn thing all day yesterday off and on (laughs) In between everything, I think I'm on the last one for the free campaign. I got plenty of DLC if you wanted to get it. But yeah, said okay. there, and now I'm, <laughs> I'm building my prison. I'm like now to the campaign where I basically have to build it all myself and just open it up and start it. And I think I have, like, three holding cells. I'm such a good prison person. I'm just going to tell you this now. I give them all, like, AA meetings and drug meetings and chapels. And What do you need? What do you need to get reformed? I will help you. I made my own parole office so they can get mm-hmm. out, you know, as long as they're good. I did have to make a solitary, though. Okay. There was a lot of people getting pretty bad. They were stabbing and selling drugs.
0: Well, and Solitaire's right. So.
2: Yeah, and, and my guards were just holding them, like, and those little bubble would come up, like, hey, they're kind of waiting to punish this person. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll go build it. But I don't have, like, infinite money at this point. I have to le- earn everything through grants. So it's like, uh, you might have to wait. But I bought them books and TV. I feel like I did more for them. But we'll see. <laughs> I, I deleted the execution chair. That's all I can say. I decided not to be that per- prison. But if they keep stabbing people in the bathroom for drugs, we might have to revisit. Just saying, you're kind of making my life hard because I have to keep calling in a riot team and the emergency services and um, enough. So I'm like searching their cell every day. Every day. No privacy now. You keep stabbing people in my yard. (laughs) It's so funny, too. It looks cute when they... I know it shouldn't look cute, but it's kind (laughs) of cute when they go into a riot all these little bubbleheads just like, jumping around with these little knives and stuff. And, just, rah, 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 you know, my guards are getting hurt. I'm like, it's chaos. <laughs> and then a fire started. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and they're trying to escape. But I have to go lock down everything. I have a delivery person stuck in the yard. I'm like, well, this is just where you have to be right now. I have people trying to escape. So just stay in your truck. And I'm not letting you out. <laughs> they could be in there. I don't know. Uh, But I had a lot of fun with that, as you can tell. You can tell. (laughs) I like can't wait to go back and finish that one little campaign thing up and see how my mob boss ended up. (laughs) He deserves bad things, though. He wasn't a good person. Well, who is? He's in prison for real reasons. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Which, actually, this was a good, uh, totally off the wall, but... It, it it made me question it. So, like, in the game, mm-hmm. you know, the reason why he was in prison was he timed the moment that his wife was cheating on him and killed them both. Okay. Right? Came home when that was happening, so double murder, goes to jail. What do you call a side dude? You know how you have, like, mistress? Yeah. What is the side dude name? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why that game made me go, well, wait, what do we call him? Just boyfriend?
0: Mister? Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, mister like, there's an the official
2: be... name with mistress, right? Is right. It... I don't know. We were looking it up, and my hub said he saw Paramore, but I'm like, really? Do we use Paramore? That sounds too nice.
0: Yeah. But maybe- So, it...
2: siblings, if you know, <laughs> like, we have mistress. Is it just mistress? I'm curious. I'm just, I actually want to know. Deva, what yeah. do we call them?
0: <laughs> he would know. Anywho.
2: He might, actually. And and would actually probably give me like a site source of how it even started, which would be an interesting dive. <laughs> but anyway, so that was where my mind went after I watched that scene. I was like, wait, why do we have a dude for the chick but not the dude?
0: You know what? Anywho. You know what? If he comes back with an answer... Okay. hmm And Deva, you're gonna pay attention to this. If he comes back with an answer, we're gonna have uh-huh. to we're gonna have to kick off a new segment on the show called Ask Dava. You know
2: ah, you know what?
0: <laughs> and then what happens is is that people siblings you have to you have to send in questions to Ask Deva. Uh-huh. And then Deva will answer them.
2: There you go. We've just committed him to like a whole segment yeah. that he's unaware of. He's probably working right now, blissfully unaware.
0: Uh, <laughs> he was like anyway. wait what <laughs>
2: what am I doing now how do I keep getting roped into this stuff <laughs> uh, but what about you that's what I played this
1: week
0: I didn't play a lot uh, I did finish carry on which is uh, oh, yeah. uh, such a good game it's, it's one of those I think I needed like as a palate cleanser to where it was just simple fun um, just the right amount of puzzle elements to it uh, but wasn't too long either because I feel like I probably could have beat it within a day. And mm-hmm. in, a, in a manner of speaking, I guess I kind of did. If you combine my play time, because I played half one day, half another day. And four hours, maybe. Maybe a little bit more than that. Ballpark. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing here I didn't really keep track of it all. But it was a lot of fun. And the way the story kind of plays out for what it's worth. It's not like deep, deep into a story. It's more like you have to kind of figure out uh, based on the actions that they show you what's going on. Because there's Mm -hmm. no text narrative or anything like that. So they definitely set it up for a sequel if they wanted to do a sequel. And I think even doing a sequel based on the way they set it up could be a lot of fun. Depending on how you do it. Mm -hmm. So... I'm kind of crossing my fingers we might see a, a sequel to that because it was a lot of fun. I would highly recommend it if you're just looking for something. I think that's in the, on
2: Game Pass too. I yeah. know, not a sponsor, <clears throat> but I stand pretty hard.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> while you're talking about it, it is on Game Pass because I got like a two month trial <clears throat> for Game Pass. I don't even know why I got it. It just happened to be in my uh, gifts from maybe microsoft
2: just sent it to you to try to hook you in baby
0: i guess so i did sniff around i was looking some of the games that i really wanted to play were console only not pc Uh, but i I never bothered
2: to look on that side to Hmm. be fair because i was like well i don't have it so
0: i didn't want to make myself sad i know yeah it made me sad But, I mean, there were a few games on there that I was looking at. I was like, oh, okay. okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, and quite
2: d- a few that you probably wouldn't have looked at before, but now that it's there, like, well, me as well. You might find a new favorite.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, one in particular that I did eyeball and played for just a, a sliver of time because I was just trying it out while I was waiting on, you know. When you think you're going to be waiting a while for someone and then sure. suddenly it's just like, no, I'm ready now. It's like, you son of a
2: bitch. As eh, soon as I was settled it yeah
0: so i did try battletoads because that was one that did interest me when they announced Uh it but since rare's not owned by anybody but microsoft can't play a rare game anywhere but on anyway uh no i just i thought i'll give this a look and i played maybe like the first level or whatever and it was you know i was like all right i beat him up you know i like the animation Mm -hmm. style the way they kind of leaned into that this time yeah. As opposed to the old eight-bit sprites of big buff toads,
2: <laughs> but those were cute too. Yeah,
0: they they had their charm, but yeah, I just I wanted to try that, and uh, I would go back, I guess, at some point, and then I'll continue to sniff around the other games that are on there because I'm sure there's there's more. But how much can I play in two months? That's that's the kicker.
2: Well, true. Well, if you dedicate time, probably a lot, but you're a busy bee.
0: Yeah. I might just maybe put out some feelers. You know, maybe some games that are on other platforms that I can Mm -hmm. play. And then maybe sample them and be like, is this something I would want to continue to play? Or maybe uh, this is just keeping me from wasting my time. Sure. Yeah. So that's something to to think about, maybe. But yeah, I mean, Carrion was about the only thing I played. And I've got other games lined up in the queue one in particular i'm gonna play i'm not gonna mention right offhand because i'm doing it for research uh but we will be talking about it uh, in the next week or so
2: oh perfect all right all right say that but hey uh, so a surprise for later on
0: Mm mm-hmm but uh, until we get to that, why don't we uh, talk about some news? We got yes. The news. Yes,
2: and I I was left on a cliffhanger, so <clears> we <throat> need to get to that. We need to get to that headline of today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we had a little bit of news going on this week. Um, one of the the, the hubblews that I've seen starting over the last couple of days, well, only because it's only been out for the last couple of days, or is it? Um, so the GTA Remaster mm-hmm. trilogies had a little bit of a a rough go already and it's been out like three days or something like that um so yeah been a little rough go uh i don't know if you've seen some of the reports and pictures and videos and stuff that people have been circulating around who did get their hands on it for what seems to be a short period of time Mm -hmm. um looking at them side by sides it's a little bit maybe obvious now why they didn't show us a whole lot before it released Mm because it's It's a little rough. A little bit. I don't know if you saw some of the character models and stuff, like, side by side. Mm. It really... And this was a concern of mine when I saw the trailer, because I thought with some of them, it looked that way, where they just all of a sudden looked extremely cartoony. Yeah. In in the...
0: No, I know what you mean. Yeah, because that was was one of my concerns, too.
2: Looking at the older character model almost looked more serious. Mm Mm-hmm. Even with the less defining features, right? Because we're talking, what, PS2
0: PS2, era? PS2, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, we didn't really have, like, a lot of defining features in the faces yet. They were starting to. Mm -hmm. They were starting to. But regardless, oof. Like, some of them were showing side by side. And now, granted, I haven't played all of the GTA games, so I'm not familiar with every single character. But they had one um, where they were showing a woman in a cafeteria. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they showed the side-by-side. Uh, I guess she was wearing, like, a bandana in the first one. Bandana in the cafeteria. Then moves to the one with the def- the remaster. Yeah. And, ooh, boy. It looked like a balloon head. The bandana <laughs> was gone. And then, just for fun, they put a side-by-side of a modder who did it years ago. Looks way better than either.
0: Wow. <laughs> I mean, Which... it looked
2: really good. Mm-hmm. So... I'm really confused here. Modders pointed out they created better mods, and I watched it, man. And it's true for the just even the overall look of the game. Um <laughs> the rain in the game? Mm-hmm. Oof. Like I had seen a video the other day uh, where someone circulated it on Twitter. He just simply was like, My eyes hurt. And he was trying to ride his bike in the rain. It looked like milk. It was so white, like the rain droplets, and so heavy. He couldn't even see around. And I'm like, if this is what you were seeing at home, I can't see where I'm going either. Wow. It was just overwhelming. So it was like some strange decisions seemed to have been made on the remaster. But now, cut to now, and over the weekend, the Rockstar's launcher went down. Mm-hmm. And so you had probably just paid 60 bucks, You maybe got your hands on it for a few hours. And then when the launcher went down, again you gotta be online to mm. keep you honest from stealing it so now you cannot play the game um so rockstar put out a tweet finally you know a lot of hours went down they put out a tweet like hey it's maintenance we're cool it's fine sure. you know 18 hours went by and then they were like yeah okay um something's wrong <laughs> like if you're following their tweets like yeah so, so, something happened Uh, but the storefront is back online, but the trilogy still is not there for sale. It's been removed for PC, Mm -hmm. uh, because apparently, uh, they found some files in there that weren't supposed to be added in at time of launch. Like, okay. I feel like this happens a lot with GTA games. <laughs> like, dev notes and stuff just gets, like, left in there and gets scripted out. And in this day and age of people who's, like, going through your files, like, we'll find it. People will find
0: it. There's always someone immediately, <laughs> as soon as a game releases, Let's look through the files.
2: They're looking through them files, man. See what they can see. But, yeah, uh, yeah. so they're, I guess, taking it back to tinker with it um so the, it's remaining unavailable to play or purchase right now and even when i looked this morning before recording it still only showed on their website for ps4 and 5 xboxes and switch um but yeah the spokesperson said that there was like a little message in there that they said they call the holy grail because of all of the different messages and files and stuff that they found in there uh, supposedly like cut content that was hidden behind like a script wall to just like You know, um, Mm. so you can't access it instead of deleting it. But I, I sit here and talk like I know how that process goes and if that's an easy thing to do or not. Um, I'm sure like deleting a whole bunch of code uh, would screw something else up. But the files are said to have the, some messages from Rockstar about a thing, maybe like, oh, well, we'll just leave this because it looks like this now. Or so it was kind of funny, some of them that we found, and the rest just look like, hey, this isn't working. We're going to do this, like boring, mm-hmm. mundane stuff. Um, and they also found the old music that's no longer licensed. So I guess if they figured that out, they could crack it for their models selves to play. Sure. Um, so some speculate this is why it was taken down. They want to get rid of all those other fa- files. I don't know. Are there are our siblings old enough to remember the hot coffee mod?
0: Uh, well, I mean, they're going to um, eventually.
2: So this kind of reminds me of that day when they found that code. It's like mm. you want some coffee. Um, uh, but I don't know. So if you want your GTA cyberpunk edition, it sounds like you're going to have to wait just a little bit. Um, <laughs> I even saw like characters falling through the earth, cars floating, lighting issues, typos. The amount of typos was kind of hilarious. Um, you yeah. know, but I heard the positives, like the mechanics, like they, it feels better.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. Okay. I so I have, I'm going to pose a question here because this this just drives me up the wall. Every time one of these big companies puts out a re-release, a remaster, something like that, it's always flawed. There's always something wrong. With few exceptions, Mm -hmm. do you ever see a proper remaster to where it just everything works? And it's like they they do this as like a rush job. Like, what's the quickest, easiest, fastest way we can do this and then pump it out to everybody? Furthermore, you have modders who... Uh, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm just going to go and throw out there as kind of a a great comparison. Who do damn fine jobs and ten bucks says that they don't have a degree to back it up. Uh, But they're so much better than all these sons of bitches with their degrees who are getting paid to make a thing and can't do it right. So I'm going to back up to my original argument that I've made on this show numerous times. Degree don't mean shit uh, to skill right you know
2: yeah no i hear you and it's rockstar you made red <clears throat> dead 2 yeah i i understand you weren't trying to rebuild the trilogy and all that but like we've seen you do we've seen your work mm-hmm. we've seen it mm-hmm. it's amazing so why was this the thing and to remove the old game from all other storefronts too for pc so like It was removed from Steam. Like, they were prepping for this to be the edition everybody owned. Yeah. And then, I mean, from what I understand, if you have the game already, obviously, like, on Steam or something like that, like, the old version or whatever, you still can have it, but you can no longer buy it. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, Like I said, when I checked this morning, it still wasn't showing um, the PC one for sale. So I guess we'll just have to keep our eye on their Twitter and everything for an update for when you can make good on the 60 bucks you spent if you were one of the ones that bought it because you don't even have access to it, to my understanding. So I didn't download the launcher again. I finally got it off. I want to start that in my life again. Uh, but I just went to their website and tried to purchase it just to see. And there wasn't even a PC button on there when I checked. So,
0: And to be honest with you, 60 bucks is that is that a good price?
2: Well, I mean, I guess if you're thinking in terms of you're getting three games, technically, yeah. that supposedly were remastered. So in my head, I was like, if you never played them, this could be a perfect way to get them all. Mm-hmm. Then you didn't have... I mean, they were probably, what, 40 or 50 brand new then? Mm -hmm. I don't remember what the going rate was then. Um, Still expensive, but. um, So I guess technically, because their games are usually fairly beefy in content. So if you've Mm. never played it, I don't feel like it's a ripoff. But now having seen all of this, if you never played it, (laughs) that might be a weird first impression for it. Like maybe it won't bother you. You don't have a reference you know yeah. like you didn't play it as a kid and it won't crash your dreams and stuff you remember but um i don't know let's say if i had never played it and this was presented for me and i was told ps2 i probably wouldn't think twice but knowing what they're capable of in this day and age and seeing how it ended up
0: no hmm.
2: no it seemed like they made it a little harder in some regards
0: i mean part of me wants to play it because i have memories of uh mm-hmm. Vice City and, and Part they 3. They were
2: fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: I never played um, San Andreas, but... Mm-mm. I mean, if I had it, I would play them.
2: I so. played 3, 4, and 5. I never played, like, the offshoot ones. Hmm. Where, like, they... Vice City, like you said, or yeah, yeah. the specific city name. Um, and I don't know why about one or two, maybe. I don't know. I guess just 3 was the first one that got on my radar.
0: I think, yeah, 3 was kind of the one that got on a lot of people's radar. Like, I remember... Mm-hmm. I think it was the original Grand Theft Auto when it, it was, more was like just a top, top down. down. Yeah. yeah. And I played it and it was like, well, yeah, you know, for what it is, it's it's fun, but I mean, once mm. they made that leap to 3 and what they were doing there, I mean, that changed the game entirely. Right. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: We'll see. I thought maybe they were just gonna bake it a little bit longer after they saw it, but if it was those files, they're probably just gonna figure out a way to get those out. Mm. Um, but they're already out there, I would imagine at this point. Oh, but. yeah. Well, that's the state of things. So I guess if you are one of the ones that are waiting to get your hands back on it, I'm guess just keep a watch on their Twitter. Uh, even though I've not been seeing they're very punctual on the updates for that as well. But I'm sure if they want they want your money. Oh, it's back for sale. You'll probably get that one right away. So uh let's see. Moving on then. Steam deck delayed, probably not a surprise. Hmm. I mean, everyone's having that component shortage and they're no different. Um all of us who put down a pre-order or the five dollar reservation, however you want to look at it, got an email this week about it. Um pretty much that same thing. Steam did send an email to those of us who reserved it that it's been delayed about two months. Um, Shipping issues, component issues, compile all that together. So we're just going to have to have some patience. Um, I also received it myself telling us, you know, that uh, global supply chain issues, material shortages, components aren't reaching our manufacturing facilities and times. Um, So they're expecting now, hopefully, to start shipping um, February 2022, so um as i was doing my research through it if you already have one reserved your place in line will still stay you'll just you know adjust your dates accordingly for the two months and also do keep in mind that i think it's still for that invite so it's still not even like i guarantee you will get this system that's like we just know you were serious about it and right. so you will get an invite to buy it as soon as this model that you reserved for and it'll help them supposedly determine how many to try to get out the door at that time, if they can make it.
0: If they can make it. So yeah. just
2: remember, people, this isn't like the company's doing it at this point. Like, the, the, the parts are not there. So if you're losing your mind because they're taking too long... Or they, no, they literally don't have them to make them. So... Um, hopefully that will start to ease, of course, because I have seen laws passed and things like this to try to help ease the burden of the component shortage. But I think this is just how we're going to have to sit for a while and just try to make our peace with it Yeah. Um, for anything electronic right now that would require those chips and stuff um so yeah i'll just keep my eye on that i'm just gonna leave my reservation put and just see what comes of it you know um again plenty of time to cancel if things go awry Mm -hmm. Uh, because they did say you can still cancel at any time get your five bucks back you know so it doesn't sound like you're totally hosed even if you don't get it it was five bucks in my opinion but i know five dollars is a lot um i don't know now that you got the game pass yeah We were talking about this, maybe putzing around on Marvel's Avengers... Yeah, For a bit, just to say we experienced it or what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they announced the Spider-Man edition.
0: I saw that. And yeah.
2: people were mm-hmm. excited about that. Seemed to be really digging the design. This is something I always like to put, pick your brain about. Because mm-hmm. I know you're you're very knowledgeable in like the eras of Spider-Man. Or, well, most comic characters in this universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had the, uh, I guess there's like a hero event. The Spider-Man hero event that they'll be announcing it all with. Uh, which is called With Great Power. So it's underway to launch this month, so November. Mm -hmm. Uh, Crystal Dynamics said there's a number of skins to choose from. (laughs) And some of them, actually, I'd never seen before, and I
0: thought they looked pretty cool. So... um, mm I they, missed this. Hang on, let me let me oh, pull it up. Oh yeah, then
2: bring up the pictures because I think you I think they're cool. Here, I actually can just send you the link too because I always uh-huh. keep all of my links. I mean, this so is I can check up on updates.
0: Yeah, this is definitely something I want to uh, judge for myself. You see what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, no, for sure. Pull let's... it up so you can take a peek.
0: All right, people, let's take see. a
2: peepas.
0: Uh, let me let me let me look here. uh, so we got classic
2: one yep the first one you see there's the classic suit as they're saying from the 60s Uh, Uh, i
0: mean 60s i mean i don't see anything specific about the suit other than just being classic uh that speaks to a a particular era of spider-man so that's just my opinion. I don't see so anything... Like to me,
2: that just looks does look Spider-Man classic. Yeah, but again, with me not having read all the comics or whatever, but um, yeah, Spider-Man no, Man classic.
0: Yeah, no No particular era am I picking up on. It's just the classic suit that everyone okay. has drawn at some point in time. Uh, gotcha. Okay, the Iron Spider, which...
2: Yes, the black and chrome one.
0: Yeah, now granted, I know a lot of people would be like, uh, this isn't like the... The Iron Spider, as in, I guess it's the Spider Armor. Excuse me. So, (laughs) the Iron Spider is the one that's the Tony Stark red and gold. This this Spider Armor uh, was some odd. It was an. I remember when they the the comic for this came out and they showed this armor and it just seemed so weird because it was like Spider Armor. Wouldn't that weigh you down and kind of hinder you a little bit? They may (laughs) have even. Good point. They may I have even know. brought it up in the book. Uh, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I read that particular one, but I remember well, the, the book. Uh, what's that it metal?
2: It starts with like an N. It's like super thin, but ridiculously durable. I don't Ugh. know. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably that stuff.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, this third one here. What I is, like to
2: pretend I know science stuff.
0: What um, is this? The red and black the Mark, Mark III, III armor. I mean, I don't I know that for I looked cool. Spider Man: Ends of the Earth. Okay, well, see, that's a comic I don't remember reading. That's a newer one. I mean, it's cool, I guess. I'm I'm not a fan of the spider armor. I think the the Iron Spider stuff is probably as close to a fan as I get. But mm-hmm. I don't know, Spider Man and I, armor. I think it just, looks slick. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Like I get from a practical standpoint, but we are talking about superheroes. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I thought they looked cool. Mm-hmm. Um. I like the black on red, and I'm not like a huge red fan on its own, mm-hmm. um, but mixed with like chrome and stuff like that, I think it looks pretty sharp. Sure. I don't know. Uh,
0: and then they had the Bugle Boy. Uh, that's another costume I'm not a fan of. I don't like these where they use regular clothes and a Spider-Man mask. It's that just one so looks strange
2: to me. To like, me? It's just basically wearing a mask. Yeah. It's and just like... regular dude running around in a face mask
0: it's yeah. like they didn't they couldn't come up with anything extra and it's like just just <laughs> uh, he's peter parker but he's wearing a spider-man mask man And go. he just
2: pulled the hood down yeah yep, that's it i don't
0: yeah, know I because don't like,
2: like it. now you can see even where like the webs are coming from you see like it's the whole illusion is busted now yeah i believe it's coming directly from his wrists um but the noir outfit i still think looks cool so that was the other one there's the uh, mm-hmm. spider-man noir outfit complete with trench coat yeah and i mean it's it's
0: for the for the comic it comes out of. It. I mean it works. You know, it's it's not a bad costume. It's an interesting take. Uh again, I'm not a hundred percent a huge fan of it, but I mean I do like the design.
2: Yeah, the design yeah. is is fun. Yeah, the Maybe design. it's just because it's so different from what I'm used to seeing. I'm like, ah, that's fine. It's yeah. a different take. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it looks like the last one, which is uh, the Secret War suit. Yeah, now based on a limited uh, series comic arc of the same name. Yeah, I
0: was about to say if anyone equates a Secret Wars outfit and Spider Man, they immediately go to the original black and white Venom costume oh yeah where it's like oh yeah that's where he got it because if you know your comic history that's where mm-hmm. spider-man got the black suit now this is from a different comic series called secret war not wars okay. plural which was uh this is oh, more right. like a, i
2: did write war too and i said wars didn't i
0: this is a uh kind of a stealth uh spy outfit because that was a story centered around a, a secret covert operation. So that's that's where this comes from.
2: Well, this one looks almost as uncomfortable as the armor ones, really, because that just looks like it's latex sucked yeah. right onto you. Although people tell me it's not as uncomfortable as it looks, yeah. but it just feels like it would be, like you're suffocating. Right, but right. anyway, it, it also looks like he's got on swim booties.
0: It is. You can just <laughs> swim around in his little booties.
2: Yeah, like little swim shoes. That's kind, that's connected. Anyway, uh, so yeah, some new cosmetics to enjoy in your game coming up here if you want to play around with Spider-Man's look.
0: But only on PlayStation.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's true. For for all you
0: (laughs) people looking forward to that.
2: Yeah, well, it'll all become the same thing here
0: soon. (laughs) I'm sure.
2: Uh, let's see. Let's chat a little bit about some game award stuff. Not a whole lot. Obviously we're going to have to wait for the big day. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we're gearing up around the corner, uh, so December 9th, big day, Jeff Keeley is saying 40 to 50 games to show off, Ooh. which I'm hoping this year will be a ton of fun. Um, yeah. he's saying it'll be an in-person event, which we discussed, you know, that they were going to move forward with that invite only audience, of course. So, but we all can watch it. At home, live-streamed. Jeff himself said this year's event will feature 40 to 50 games in some way or another.
1: Okay. And
2: new game announcements, like, in the double digits. So, apparently, at least 10 new games should be announced that we've not heard of. At least that's what I'm taking that to mean. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, of course, like, video game-adjacent content, like TV series or Gone to Movies sort of thing, um, will probably also be. I did see a tweet. I know, offing um about uh oh god what's his name Dr- druckman uh they're, they're a rap mm-hmm. yeah yeah so he was coming home and everything so maybe we'll see some more stuff from that
0: i um, feel like that would be a, a prime opportunity to show off maybe like a, a teaser for the last of a series ooh. like don't you ooh, don't yes. have to don't do anything too extravagant but just you know a little uh what 90 second teaser trailer just kind of get the mm. the mood set and just a few see, little shots.
2: See how see how it's looking. Yeah, mm. yeah. Maybe. I have faith it'll be good. Like like we had discussed the cast. You know, good cast. Let's see how they work together. Yeah, Let's see how they I
0: mean, interpret the stuff. And you have a solid story in which to build your foundation. You can, if you screw that up, that's right? the, that's you the one thing that five
2: just, seasons worth of content in reality. If you think about how long the game itself.
0: Was. Yes. <laughs> for some time. Yeah. Just take yeah. your time flesh this Mm -hmm. stuff out i mean it's not hard i I honestly kind of wonder if they're going to spend more time say maybe like the first episode is essentially watching all this stuff begin because why not intro really showed the connection i mean because even what they did in the game you you kind of feel the impact of joel's loss at the beginning of the game, mm. even in oh my sh- god,
2: that was the most heartbreaking opening in the longest time I can remember. Yeah,
0: but think about that. I mean, that was just done within a short period of time. Here, you really have a chance to showcase this bond right. between a father <sighs> and, and his daughter, like a baby. Yeah, so take your time and do it right. You know, yeah,
2: for sure. I hope so. I hope so. And when when I see more of those people like directly involved, it tends to try to give me a little bit more hope. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, they were involved in the games and stuff, too, so hopefully. Uh, but <clears throat> maybe we'll see more of that. I don't yeah. know. Um, <clears throat> but the interesting thing that caught my eye out of this article, and maybe everyone else's, uh, but there is a genre of games that has been coming out recently that Keeley's Promises won't be at the award show, and uh, that's games with NFTs. Ain't happening. Ain't showing them off. Ain't getting into that area, it Good. seems like, right now. so. I don't understand it so hard. I don't either. I've tried. I feel like I do, but I'm looking for something with more meaning in it. I don't know. Not making fun of you guys that want to do it. I just, I'm struggling to understand the, uh.
0: It's creating value on something that has no value. I mean, we can do this with anything and somehow this is the next thing that has suddenly found value.
2: I guess I need to look into more because I don't understand how it works like with a
0: game i don't either this is
2: my own fault i've had plenty of time to look this up i've just been struggling to understand what nft even was for the longest time i didn't even think like oh how is this getting implemented in games now well i even saw like dead by daylight was doing it too or something uh, like
0: I'm, so i mean from what i know of them and this is where it kind of gets um odd or like hard for me to understand because they make it sound like a non-fungible token is a Wholly unique item, like art, right? Yeah, like it is. It is something that is a digital thing. It really doesn't exist, but it has value. But it is wholly unique. Like it is the one thing. It's wholly unique to that thing. Okay. Yeah. Now, like I mentioned before, I have two that I got out of pure randomness. I have. I could give a shit about them, and I'll probably never remember them (laughs) beyond (laughs) this moment. But I have them. Uh They were given to me because of this thing that they were doing with that whole DC fandom thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. If you pay attention to the two that I have, one is labeled common and one is labeled rare. That to me would indicate there's more than one. At least with the common one. You know, so you're telling me this is a common NFT, which means if this is considered common, then this is a card or an NFT that so many other people have the rare one maybe not so much so that goes against what i thought i knew about nfts Dava. yeah you gotta explain
2: (laughs) (laughs) we refuse to do any more research it's all on you buddy it's all on you uh so yeah so i guess he's just uh not wanting to enter the nft race at this moment in time for sure at least anyway i don't know what the future will bring but um but lastly, I did see that they have Gal Gadot, Keanu Reeves, and Christopher Nolan as presenters. Brave hmm. Keanu, I'm gonna brace face it, you know. Well, it's invited people; they might be nicer. I don't. Know. I mean,
0: he's got.
2: <laughs> I know he had nothing to do with it, but still, well, I know he, how people are. <laughs>
0: he'll have a he'll have a movie to promote at that point in time. Uh. You know,
2: <laughs> the Cyberpunk movie—it's getting announced. <laughs> he likes those types of movies, you know, like big action hero kind of thing, you know uh so yeah so let's move on to a few little quick hits that was like the beefiest bit of news that I saw this week that caught my eye that felt interesting enough to chat about um I hope you watched it I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't because I know we've discussed this game a little bit in the past and I've been kind of lukewarm to it but Lies of P got a little bit more of a look this week it definitely it was all alpha footage so again mm-hmm. great you know keep in mind what you see may be changed but the gameplay as we've discussed like Pinocchio Dark Souls I know people hate, you know, we love to Souls meme everything, but it does, right? Yeah. But the monsters, I have to admit, when I when I was on, they look really cool. The concept itself is actually extremely intriguing to me.
1: Okay. I just don't
2: know that I want to play it because of the mechanics. Right. I'm in this weird boat. But it even felt like there was, like, a little Dishonored gameplay in there, you know, with, like, how Pinocchio, I'm guessing... Can, bring monsters to him or very souls born in the way the combat was i don't know the whole concept just does seem interesting to me
0: yeah i mean i feel like
2: i could watch it
0: that's it's one of those games that um i know i've mentioned here before i guess kind of like returnal there's there's an element to it that you you are fascinated by but when it comes to like you said the souls-esque nature of it that's Mm -hmm. what that's the turnoff yeah. And that's that's one of those things that'll make me walk away from a game like this. And I'm kind of in the same boat with you. I just yeah. don't know if it's the kind of game I want to play.
2: Yeah. I, I'll probably have to see more. I think my biggest thing is, like, I I, I would need the combat sped up a little bit. I think mm-hmm. that's been my biggest problem with, like, Souls Gapes and stuff. I don't have the patience for that yeah. strategy and moving around and then just have to do it all over again if I die. You know? So... We'll see if it's that brutal, but I don't know. At this point, I think it looks cool. Yeah. I think the monsters look very interesting and taking it from that puppet aspect of it. I don't know. The whole idea is pretty cool. So sure. I hope it works out well. And those who enjoy that kind of gameplay will really enjoy it. Cause it does look fun from that perspective. Um, rumors about, let's chat a few rumors here. <laughs> uh, we, I think we, briefly mentioned this one before and we didn't have a lot to concrete to go on then and it doesn't seem like it's very concrete now anyway but we'll talk about it regardless yeah um so Quantic Dream we were talking about might be one of the ones doing a Star Wars game right we were kind of chatting about that uh well uh, these rumors apparently started uh September this year so it might have been that when I remember we were kind of chatting about it um but there's this guy Jeff Grubb now who's this industry insider who gave us even more 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 rumors that aren't concrete.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Cool, right? Yeah. Uh so <laughs> this rumor says that um they are in fact working on a Star Wars game. Um and it would be called Star Wars Eclipse and they're ready to announce soon. But again, with no concrete evidence, I don't know. Uh but Jeff says it will be set in the High Republic era. Okay. Which was introduced recently, apparently, in new books and comics and so on. Um, So the High Republic itself was a time of peace, apparently 200 mm. years before the prequel trilogy, thanks to the strong presence of Jedi throughout the galaxy. Because they did so well, you see. Um, But another We Shall Wait and See. Again, if it's in the Quantic Dream style that I'm used to, I'm kind of intrigued by it. Yeah. I like their style of choose-your-own-adventure games. Mm
0: -hmm. And with this... um... With them saying that it's going to take place in the uh, High Republic era, they have been pushing a lot of that here recently uh, Mm -hmm. in other media. So why not make a game uh, based on this? And since it seems to be very narrative-driven, since, again, there's comics, there's books, there's Mm -hmm. so many forms. There was a whole launch of High Republic content when they did this. Okay. So why not do something narrative-heavy? And, and Quantic Dream would be the ones to do it. They have yeah. freedom to tell any kind of story within that time period. I don't know if mm-hmm. there's a specific set of characters they would want to focus on. But from what I hear, there's a wide swath. Why not? Do right? it. I'm all and for it. And I
2: mean, in my opinion, they do those types of games really well. Mm-hmm. And they've just improved on it over the years. Um, it just, where there is like... Beefy amount of choices and plenty of different ways it could end up, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully it's true. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they are proceeding with that. And uh, hopefully they really are announcing soon. But I guess we got to take it with that grain of salt, as always. It's so yeah, funny. It always is so funny. I almost to the point where I don't even know why I should mention rumors because I feel like it's fluff pieces. Like I didn't have anything to wor- wor- read about or uh, write about this week, so I'm gonna write about a rumor that even the person telling me about the rumor isn't confirming that it's true or not. But let's make a whole article.
0: <laughs> but hey, it. they said uh, they'll announce something soon. Game awards.
2: True. Game awards. True. True. So. We'll revisit this if my, my words just aged well or not. <laughs>
0: ooh, ooh. Speaking of speaking of rumors, mm-hmm. and this is an un, this is unrelated to uh, games, but still rumors nonetheless, because everybody's been looking forward to this. Uh, I have it on not good authority, but still going to just stand by it anyway, that mm-hmm. we will be seeing a brand new trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home tomorrow, Tuesday, November 17th. Oh, yeah?
2: Okay. So just be or aware. do you mean Now Way Home?
0: Now way home, yes. Hashtag now way home.
2: Hashtag now way home. Uh,
0: but yeah, if you you've been looking forward to that because the entire internet is like scrambling for, give me something. Well, <laughs> just
2: wait till Tuesday, then.
0: I know, but God, have you seen? <laughs> have you seen it? Have you seen the Twitter? I, I guess
2: I have it. I must not run in the circles that are clamoring for it that hard.
0: If if anybody was looking to keep this movie from being not being spoiled, you can just forget it. Because every little tidbit, every little thing that they were trying to to hold back from the audience, just be like, look, we want to surprise you, but all you want to do is continue to dig and dig and leak and leak and dig.
2: Well, I feel like there has to be people that are working on the inside, leaking this stuff out. Yeah,
0: Maybe. Maybe not. Because like I don't know. If you were gonna, I don't de-
2: understand the nefarious mind. I guess. How I mean, get if, a
0: hold of this stuff. If there were people in, like, if it was me, if I worked for Marvel, I mean, me personally, knowing the type of person I am about mm-hmm. these kind of things, I wouldn't want a damn thing spoiled for me. So if I could spoil, like, if I could leak fake images, if I could leak anything to just to you know throw people off, troll them, troll them. Yeah, em all. I'd make sure they look so good and so legit. And be like, I have it under good authority, and I would label it with everything that Marvel is supposed to have. That's supposed to kind of keep all that the would secrets. Somehow,
2: I'm sure get you in some sort of legal trouble. Somehow, yeah. You know, but
0: lies. boy, oh boy, I'd have him believing it in that a heartbeat. Be and be though. like, see, but oh yeah. Hopefully, the movie won't be 100 percent spoiled by the time it comes out because every it's. I'm really hoping this trailer that comes out Tuesday um, mm-hmm. just puts a lot of stuff to bed. Cause I'm so sick and tired of, of hearing, I don't want to say lies, but I mean, I don't know what else you could call it.
2: Yeah. Rumors, leaks. Yeah, I Cause
0: know, it's yeah. just all these people are just like, I, I'm, it's confirmed. It's confirmed. These things are Does confirmed. That,
2: I just, I guess I don't understand why you want to know so early. Like why wouldn't you want to just wait to go to the movie?
0: I know. that's That's for yourself. Drives me mad. Like, why wouldn't know. you want the, because that is, that is my joy with these movies is when yeah. I get surprised.
2: Yes. Even with games, any of those on those mediums. I want to experience it for myself then.
0: Yeah. Like even when, when the last movie came out, um, far from home and that both the endings of everything, I mean, I was just sitting there going like my brain was about to explode, but I was just so excited. I but walked out fun. of the theater yeah. excited, because I couldn't wait for the next one.
2: I think we just have to like not go online ever until we
0: see a thing. I mean, want to see it's worse. Of course, how do
2: you find out about things anymore? I guess, but I don't
0: know. No, but still. what was
2: life like before? How did we find?
0: out? Yeah, <laughs> That's I mean,
2: we read the newspaper and we saw what was playing at the theater and then decided.
0: <laughs> but look at it like this: I mean, if the if the studio chooses to spoil everything, which I've actually heard this to be whether or not this is fact or fiction I could believe it regardless mm-hmm. uh the reason we haven't seen another trailer here recently is apparently Disney and Sony are fighting over what they're going to show like
2: I could see that yeah like Disney's
0: right. saying can we just can we just pull our hand back just a little bit and Sony's like mm-hmm. no we got to show them everything and when I heard that was the case I was like that sounds like Sony because they've done it before. Look, like they'll show mm-hmm. you a trailer and it's like, well, you just told me everything I need to know about you this told movie. told me the whole movie. Yeah. like <laughs> you that, know, all the
2: plot points.
0: That was like the biggest, I think, argument people made about the trailer for Homecoming is they were just like, well, they just told us the entire damn movie. And they did. <laughs> you know?
2: Wow interesting so see i don't really dive into the trailers too 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 much unless i'm mm, on the fence about a movie and i want to try to sway me one way or the other
1: interesting so
0: Hmm. but marvel i mean i'll give them credit for for um being coy about a lot of things and i actually i applaud them for adding or changing scenes in trailers because mm-hmm. this is the only way they can hide stuff. They can sit there and show you stuff and be like, all right, we'll take that out. And this doesn't happen in the movie. And, you know, we're just going to throw a bunch of red herrings in there to satisfy. And fine, yeah. if that's what you got to do. Yeah. Keep me guessing. Just shoot a
2: whole other scenes that are only for the trailer and yeah. never show up in the movie. People
0: will be so pissed. Uh, None of but... this is in the movie. Or but in the what trailer.
2: if the movie was so good, though? And you were like, you know what? I don't know. It would have to be pretty good, I guess, Mm -hmm. to try to do something like that. But I would think it's amazing if they could get away with
0: it. (laughs) But, hey, hopefully we'll get to see that trailer um, tomorrow.
2: Tuesday, tomorrow.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Let's see. Other rumor I have uh, that there's a new project with Roger Clark and Troy Baker. Mm -hmm. uh, And it could be a Martian horror video game.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Martian horror. A Martian horror. If rumors are true, it's called Fort Solis, and it's set on Mars, uh, from developer Fallen Leaf Studios. Uh, Roger Clark did officially confirm he is working with Baker, uh, but didn't share specifics, obviously. I'm sure they have to sign so many NDAs. Uh, he simply described it as something rather special. Okay. In, in, in his best, best voice, of course. And, uh, and, and went ahead and tagged the motion capture studio Centroid 3D in the tweet. So stuff is happening. Stuff is happening. Um, Our press release was followed from a Polish website, Struffa, if I'm saying that right, uh, claiming that Fallen Leaf had officially announced Fort Solace with a trailer and additional game details. So it's like it's all over the place. Um, So in Fort Solace, Jacek and Jessica respond to an SOS signal on Mars only for a sandstorm to trap them in what quickly becomes a nightmare. It's a third-person horror game planned for release on PC and consoles early 2023. Mm-hmm. Seems to be the, the the working title anyway, for sure, The Fort Solace, because I've even seen, like, going through the other tweets where it's, like, hashtagged in. So okay. at the very least, that is at least the working title. Okay. Those two together could be interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe They're both really see.
2: good voice actors, so let's see. Let's see. Uh, This one I just thought was funny. Roblox has officially taken over Activision Blizzard as the most valuable U.S. gaming company.
0: Roblox.
2: <laughs> Roblox. I know. I know. We're sleeping on this. I tell you. But Roblox shares jumped more than forty percent on the 9th of November, which took it to just north of sixty-two billion. Uh, just for perspective, EA is worth thirty-nine point seven billion. Just, just think okay. about that. <laughs> <laughs> If that helps, you put it in perspective. So uh, that's the market cap was enough to make them the most valuable U.S. gaming company by a relatively wide margin, as you could tell. Um, Some point to the delays of Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 or just anything about Activision Blizzard over the last year. (laughs) It's probably a contributing factor. Uh, But I didn't know this. Apparently, Roblox also teamed up with Chipotle to promote a free burrito in stores. And this caused a surge for people wanting burritos. From Chipotle, that's super brave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you dove into Roblox and you went to Chipotle and consumed food. That's a brave individual. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Who would have thought? No. With Roblox. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and this one was for you in case you missed it. Okay. I, I feel like I remembered you being excited for this, uh, for Beyond Good and Evil too. Hmm. Uh looks like the devs put out something this week. They're like, we're just waiting for it to be canceled. It seems like it's just having so much development hell that the team themselves are just like, I'm just waiting for um, Ubisoft Montpellier to just pull the plug. Um, it uh yeah it's just like uh, apparently it was saying here too when michael Ansel left mm. ubisoft montepillier in september 2020 um that, that they were just facing so many lack of creative direction he was taking it one way he was the one he knew all this then they started coming over and taking it another way and then on the corporate side allegedly doesn't fit ubisoft's future ambitions and the devs team senses that the game will just probably be canned and this has been an effort off and on since 2007
0: yeah yeah because when yeah. the game the original game came out it was one of those sleeper hits like no one heard about it it did I don't even think it sold all that well but once word got around mm-hmm. you know people were just like holy crap yeah I want more of this and it was a good game I mean it had its flaws but I mean it was it was a good yeah. game and had a good story and I wanted to see more of it and I've been excited about seeing more of it. But I'm like them. I don't think it's yeah. ever going to happen. It's been way too long. They keep dicking around. The fact that you lost Michael Ansel about this, this was his baby. Mm-hmm. This was his game. And if he's not going to be a part of it, then just forget it. Forget it.
2: Yeah. It seems like it's weird that they're even continuing on at this point um, because reports. But apparently, though, the reports did accuse Ansel of, you know, creating mismanagement problems, toxic work conditions, um, cruel to the dev team. This is all allegedly still. He denies the claims. uh, But now with the conditions and no leadership, they're just kind of waiting to be told it was all a waste of time. And Ubisoft, of course, is still going through their own you know, internal issues like Activision Blizzard. Um, mm. I know Activision kind of took the limelight there for the longest time, but Ubisoft was experiencing that before as well. Sure. Um, and they're still fighting for their day. So it um, seems like there's just a lot that's going to kill that that game. And I yeah. didn't realize till I was looking into it, like since 2007, I was like, wow, I'm surprised they're even still bothering at this yeah.
0: point. I mean, it's like it's, graphics,
2: everything will have changed so drastically in that amount of time. You basically would have to rebuild everything anyway.
0: Everything about it has changed. I mean, even from the initial pitch that they mentioned, then there was a, a different pitch when they were re announcing it. And then mm. it looked, it changed again the third time. And it's just, I don't even know what game you guys are making anymore. So just don't bother.
2: Neither do the devs, apparently. So. We're all in the same boat. It's going to
0: be a train wreck by the time it releases, so just forget it. Don't worry about yeah. it.
2: Yeah. I mean, hopefully you still get paid for your time. Yeah. But... Wow. Anywho, moving on. Last little quick, and I have officially Metroid Dread has reached the highest launch month sales of any Metroid game since they've been, uh, you know, keeping track of the rankings for that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. which uh, it was from the global group NPD. So apparently they do a lot of global market research stuff or since they started tracking it. So biggest one in tracked history for the Metroid games. So GG, Mm -hmm. you enjoyed it. Uh, And I've got something for you today that we haven't done in a while. (gasps) I'd buy that for a dollar. (laughs) Ooh,
0: what you got? I'm going to
2: roll the dice that you didn't see this this week. Okay. I'm gonna roll the dice that you didn't see this week. So, in this week, I saw an article, and uh, let's say it's a hawk in a, a hawk in a case. I guess is what it is. Uh, so, Xbox and Gucci have teamed up and collabed on a console. Here you see, uh, starting on November 17th, so you can you can get this really soon. Gamers can try their hand at one of only a hundred consoles that will be released, each having been reimagined through the Gucci archival details, you see. The consoles will be available to purchase at one of several Gucci locations around the globe. Uh, there wasn't a plan for if Gucci will make Xbox fans wait in line, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know how, you know. Uh, so the package Gucci, Gucci has put together for the console is, well, it's interesting looking. Um, the Xbox logo is on the side, and then that good game, Gucci's branding is on on the side of it there um and the fabric it's a fabric case and it has blue and white stripes with yellow trim just try to give you a little idea here um the fabric has that gg pattern and then gucci says it's recalling the vintage luggage look which if you look at it yeah i could see that like those old vintage like handbags and stuff um so within the case will be a gucci designed xbox series x and then on the console itself has laser cut with Gucci's GG pattern. And the console will also have a hand-painted number denoting which of the 100 Gucci consoles the purchaser has acquired. You'll get two wireless controllers, which are included um, with the red and blue stripe on it. And then lastly, an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription will be included, though it isn't clear whether it'll be like a month 12 or you know how long you get the subscription. For marketing, of course. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, what would you buy pay for this one out of a hundred shot for a Gucci Xbox X console?
0: Well, um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but for the sake of this game, a Gu- So we already know that the Xbox Series X mm-hmm. is at least what four ninety nine. Yep. Okay. Yep. Now you are redesigning it. With Gucci. Mm hmm. And that's already expensive brand.
2: To my to my understanding, yes. <laughs> I own nothing Gucci.
0: <sighs> and they're only making a hundred, which makes it even more rare. Mm hmm.
2: And then you got the case, of course, at the end. The case. Yeah.
0: And how many controllers? Two?
2: Two. You do get it said it came with two wireless controllers.
0: All right, I'm going to have to aim high here because I, I do remember hearing something about this, but I didn't look into it enough. Okay. But I feel like when you when you said it, I was like, did I see that? I saw something about that. And I was just, I shook my head and I kept moving along. I was just like, I'm not reading that. That's
2: a fair response. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the hell with that.
2: Because the odds of us getting one, even if we tried in this day and age.
0: So, all right, I'm going to aim high. Two thousand dollars.
2: Two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. Well, well, I'm gonna give you another chance. You're gonna have to go a little higher than that.
0: Oh my god. I thought that was gonna oh, be yeah. just even oh that's I don't know, you're
2: gonna have to go higher than that, buddy.
0: Oh my god. Five thousand.
2: <laughs> Keep going.
0: Are you serious?
2: I will tell you. They are going to try to charge you. Ten thousand dollars. Fuck the, you. <laughs> Ten thousand American U.S. dollars for your one out of a hundred Gucci case Xbox Series X. No. <laughs> right. That's when I looked. Oh, I have to put this in the show. <laughs> no. I saw how much they wanted. So siblings, November seventeenth. If you're having a hard time just finding the regular Series X, why don't you give a shot at just a one in a hundred shot for the Gucci one for 10K? Because clearly we've all got that just laying around. No. You should go look at it, too. Like the, the console itself actually did look cool. With the GG lasered into it. But the case itself, I just thought was freaking ugly a sin. But I don't really get into all of that designer stuff because I guess I'm just not, I don't have good enough taste. I don't know. But no.
0: well, that's what
2: I got for you. <laughs> <laughs> so how many do you want? You want all 100?
0: You want God. I'm sure a scalper out there is going to do that. You watch.
2: Somehow. We're going to see it on eBay for like 50K or some garbage. I don't know. Yeah.
0: If oh, not man. more.
1: <laughs> that's stupid. I'll look
2: on the 18th. Because well, everyone will be trying to sell their confirmation email.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
2: Wow. I know. Anywho, that's what I got. Right. So unless you have anything before you, headliner.
0: I do not. I'm going to hop right on into this headliner because we're on part two of our uh, major, major story about uh, the rating system. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I kind of mentioned that last week. That's what this is all about. left
2: us on a cliffhanger. I did. Who caused this whole mess?
0: And I I thought about this um, as I was trying to uh, ensure however many parts of this we're going to have, but I've got it all Mm -hmm. sorted out. And if if the early portions of these stories seem a little shorter like because I know we wrapped up a little earlier than we had in recent weeks last right? week we probably will You're again welcome. this week <laughs> uh, it, they get longer and I'm trying to stay within right. the confines of what what needs to be told within this moment so if I'm telling you a story it's within the it's within this moment in time that I'm really trying to focus on and then we' we'll, we'll spread out as, as we sure. kind of go along so in
2: other words, Lace, don't just keep interjecting with th- your thoughts because you'll well, probably no, say it later. Not necessarily
0: <laughs> that, but I just, I want everyone to know that, you know, we're we're I'm covering different segments. If,
2: if you thought to yourself, why didn't he? Well, maybe in a later one. Right. It just didn't work for this one. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> trying to keep everything contained uh, within its own little bubble to fit what I'm trying to talk mm-hmm. about in that week. Uh, but if I didn't mention last hey, you're week. You're the
2: professional writer, so I'll leave well, it up to
0: you. we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't feel like I mentioned this last week, but just for clarification's sake, so people don't think I'm, I'm ripping anyone off, uh, this whole story, or not this particular story, but this was inspired by uh, some things I saw from the digital antiquarian Jimmy Marr, I've mentioned him on the show before, he's one of those uh, mm-hmm. gaming historians, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. he had done kind of a big breakdown about the ESRB, and I was kind of looking through it, and I was like, this would be fascinating stuff to talk about, so again... A lot of this comes, you know, a lot of this information comes from his, his blog and everything he does over there. So if you want the great details, you mm-hmm. know, of everything, definitely go over there. Because everything I'm doing is Cliff's, Cliff's Notes, you know, right. at best. And then even I'm changing things up, especially when it comes to next week. Uh, the focus is on something else that I thought would be kind of fun, but also within the confines of what this is. So I don't want to give away too much. But gotcha. for that's the for the for the remainder of this month, that's what you're going to be. Uh, you know, you're going to be hearing this story. So okay. just so you're aware, I'm getting you through to the Christmas season. Yeah. With stories. But anyway, yes. Go check out his blog if you want to go ahead and just have all this crap spoiled. Uh, you, if you don't want to stick <laughs> just around. Stop here.
2: listening now. Yeah. Go read it. Come back. Be like, yes, yes, I did read that. Stupid. But
0: but but if you want to if you want to hear my my Cliff's Notes version, just wait. And then you can go over there and get the uh, unabridged version right. of everything. This is,
2: this is the, uh, the sampler. Yeah, this, the is, this douche, is me
0: taking all of this information and cramming it into a, a nice <laughs> package, a condensed version, if you will. So anyway, uh, last week I mentioned the video game industry's early flirtings with explicit content. You know, Atari was blindsided by um, pornographic games <laughs> on their mm-hmm. console. Uh, while PC gamers embraced their quiet little hole that Those no one
2: eight-bit boobies yeah they
0: no one <laughs> no one noticed what was going on in the PC landscape so it was like shh,
2: right shh,
0: don't tell anybody
2: <laughs> don't ruin our fun over here don't let them know
0: and and, and keep keep in mind uh, just hold on to that little nugget as we go on through the next couple of weeks because that's very important don't okay. tell anyone shut up <laughs> Shut up. We're not
2: hurting anybody over here. Let me alone.
0: <laughs> but all the while, Nintendo was trying to change the landscape for the better. You know, trying to be pure, family friendly. And then, before you know it, Sega comes around and they sandbag the shit out of them. You know, because that's, 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 that's competition for you, baby. <laughs> now, in the 90s, arcades were still relevant in the gaming space, albeit as what could possibly be seen as a testing ground for consoles you know if a game is popular enough in arcades chances are it was pretty good that they would make their way home uh mm. they wouldn't be as flashy as the arcade machines because you know they were using dedicated hardware to power their games usually made for the game itself right one of the biggest examples of this that i can remember maybe you have a, a, an example you can share but the One example I can remember of this being something I was excited for uh, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. When there was Mm. an arcade game for that, it was just like, oh my God, Turtle Mania was in full swing. This game was amazing. Four players all at the same time, and and you're getting to beat up the foot. Couldn't ask for anything better, you know? Right, yeah. (laughs) And even when there were, you know, at this point in time, there were still games like Double Dragon that started off in arcades, and then they came Mm. home. But th- this was one of those that I felt like I knew very well, and I'd played quite a bit in the arcades. So when the announcement came that it was coming to the Super, or to the Nintendo, like I was super excited. I was like, oh my God! Oh my God! You I can play it can play all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, this game that I loved at the arcades is going to be at home, and I can play it whenever mm-hmm. I want. It's just too much. I was so excited. You know, so at that point, from that point on, I'd say I kind of took note of certain arcade games that I would see here and there, and wondered if they would ever make that jump. Would they be something that I enjoyed playing for a quarter that now I could rent or buy? I was renting most right. as a kid, you know, because it's all I could afford. You know, I had three well, three dollars. Hey, I, I
2: told you mine. I used to go to the pawn shop yeah. and get a game for Nintendo for cents, a dollar for two. Sometimes
0: I didn't have a I didn't have a pawn shop around my house, so oh. or. Let me rephrase that. I probably didn't look hard enough.
2: <laughs> That's true. I'm still not sure why we knew they
0: sold games there. <laughs> Who knows?
2: I was a kid. I was just like, cool. I get to go here. Uh,
0: another game that I remember kind of seeing in arcades before it it made its way home. Was Street Fighter Two. Uh, you know, you'd see it kind of here and there at our you know WalMarts or whatever, mm-hmm. and at arcades. And I, you know, it. I don't feel like it was that far removed, like the arcade version to the home console version. I feel like they were pretty equal in standards. Uh, But around this time uh, in in history, in the 90s, as you will, I don't remember a specific date, so don't ask. It's been too long. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, around this time, a friend of mine from school told me about this game called Mortal Kombat.
1: Hello.
0: Now, he explained the realistic look of the game and that there was blood that flew around everywhere as you're fighting. Now, obviously he was mistaken. Because the game that I see in my head was just not this game he was explaining. This is too good to be true. You know, there's no way that game exists. Right. So, I eventually made my way to the local Walmart to find this unicorn of a game. Because if you remember, I don't know if you you remember probably. I don't know about the rest of the people but walmart used to have like little arcades out in their lobby and that's where the kids would stay while Mm -hmm. the parents went and shopped they'd be like just give me quarters i'll stay right here and then Mm -hmm. even if you ran out before they got done you're just sitting there staring at it going
2: well they they didn't care where we ended up as much then as they (laughs) do
0: that is true that is true but eventually i stumbled upon mortal Kombat in the lobby of a walmart and it wasn't quite what my brain had concocted, you know, because my imagination likes to work in extravagance. It's always mm-hmm. much or wilder realistic than... Realistic
2: blood. Yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway, I pop in a few quarters to see what all the hubbub is about, and I start to get really impressed by what I'm seeing, you know, because fairly lifelike-looking characters on the Maybe screen, it it's like, oh, hey, no, yeah. this is this is kind of neat, and then you got the sound and the music and everything, and it's just... It's, Really starting to kind of catch my eye. And then I see blood. And I'm like, oh, that's new. Blood in a video game?
2: Right. You know? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: While I have no recollection when it happened, the obsession to play this game uh, surfaced once I learned about fatalities. Because the blood was one thing. Fatalities is quite a different thing.
2: Whole other
0: game, you know. Yeah. You can punch all day and just see blood flying. And be like, oh, yeah, yeah that's kind of neat. But killing someone in a video game—did you rip their their spine from their head right? off?
2: <laughs> no.
0: Now, to our younger listeners, this might seem very quaint, but let me like, put this into them. <laughs> let let me put this into perspective, okay, mm-hmm. if I may. We did not grow up with violence in video games. Okay, there was yeah. not a speck of blood. Okay, yeah. no swearing, no sex. Video games were the equivalent of Disney when we were kids. It's like t- television today being compared to the television of the 80s. Not the same at all. Uh-uh. Not, not in uh-uh. regards to what they are more allowed to do or, or right. the boundaries in which they can
2: cross. That, that they push, yeah.
0: Suddenly, this game comes along, and I find out there are death moves. I have to see the death moves. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if the computer does me in. I just want to see them kill me. Do that for me. Right. Computer, kill <laughs> just me, do please. It.
1: Just do it. <laughs> and I wasn't
0: the only one either, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat was settling this overnight sensation that took over and spawned so many knockoffs that were trying to capitalize on wow. its success. And I feel like a lot of developers missed the mark on what made Mortal Kombat good. Because if you look at a lot of these knockoffs, they were just slapped together with poorly designed mechanics and they just threw in whatever blood and gore they could and said, that'll do it. That'll take care of that. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this one. This is probably the, the biggest offender in my book. It was a game called Time Splitters. <gasps> yes the controls were so clunky and the whole idea was to like when i first played it i was like oh wow that's new because it was i cut somebody's arm off and then i stabbed them and then they instantly died before the game i actually fought this character for very long and i was like what happened you know this wasn't a fight this is a slaughter i didn't i just killed this guy and you know what? Cool. That's a It's a new mechanic, but mm-hmm. it's just not the same, you know? Yeah. You're just saying gore for gore's sake, and there's a game. Right. Now you're fighting. Now you can just cut limbs off, and woo, there you go. They cool. were
2: missing the point on why people were enjoying the game.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot more than that. That's just one of many that I, I could think of right off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Now, while other companies were trying to copy the success... Acclaim Entertainment was tasked for doing just that. You know, copying what had been done in arcades. Now, as negotiations kicked off with Nintendo and Sega about bringing Mortal Kombat home to the respective consoles, Sega wasted no time in demanding an accurate port of the game. Blood, fatalities, everything. Because Mm -hmm. Sega knew Nintendo would not follow through. I mean... And they were right. Yeah. <laughs> and Nintendo stuck to their guns and asked for the game's violence to be toned down for the Super Nintendo port, a move that was questioned by Acclaim. They saw the problem with this. They were like, are you sure you'll want to do that? Are you yeah. really, really sure? Because uh, they're getting the blood yeah. and you're not. And you do realize what's... You know, making this game console popular right wars
2: now. wars begin. Yeah. <laughs> the exclusives.
0: <laughs> but Nintendo said no. Absolutely yeah. not. We are not going to put blood and gore into our game. So you're just going to do what we ask. And the claim was like, all right, if that's what you want to do. You're the boss, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... On September 13th, 1993, Acclaim released Mortal Kombat to the Super Nintendo, the Sega Genesis, the Game Boy, and the Game Gear, dubbed Mortal Monday. Do you remember Mortal Monday? I do not. It was just a big campaign, magazines everywhere, and then of course the Mortal Kombat! That's where all that came from. It was the largest video game release at that moment in history. Huge, huge event. No one had ever seen anything like it. Total sales began rolling in. It was becoming quickly apparent that Nintendo's gamble uh, wasn't quite paying off because Sega was outselling Nintendo 2 to 1 and relishing every minute. Oh, yeah. Because for so long, they had been vying for that top spot. And this was the validation they'd been craving. Mm-hmm. Now, Nintendo found itself in a bit of a conundrum. Do you remain true to your standards? Or are you going to forego all that shit for uh, a dollar? For the
2: almighty dollar.
0: Because at this point, this is proof that their uh, model was not going to be sustainable forever. This was that... That test to really see what was going to happen.
2: We want our blood
0: <laughs> now. Before committing to such a big decision, Nintendo may have overreacted to Sega's success in a way that would ultimately backfire. <laughs> um, now, while this is wholly unconfirmed, okay, okay, but you know stories and things like that. I'd say there's yeah. a there's a sliver of truth in there. Has to be
2: something, in but again, not here.
0: not wholly confirmed, it's just saying, there's Mm -hmm. seeded out. But anyway, some sources claim that in the wake of Mortal Monday and Nintendo's um, you know failure, as it were a representative of Nintendo reached out to Senator Joseph Lieberman and arranged to show him what Sega was producing for today's youth. Uh, I.E.
2: He went and told Daddy on him?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So apparently they went and showed uh, the Mortal Kombat on the Sega. You know, since they had the blood and all that. But do do recall that um, the game did not have blood unless you entered a code. And this wasn't on the surface level. You actually had to enter a blood code. Now, they did supply you with the blood code. Sure. But it wasn't uh, initially on when you started the game.
2: Okay, so I don't think I knew that. That
0: was almost like a, a way of, it was their their way of skirting that line to be like, well, see, you don't you don't see it up front. They're but the
2: could. ones turning it on, right, Your Honor.
0: Mm, just just so you know.
2: <laughs> so you know.
0: However, uh, we tried
2: to hide the script code.
0: <laughs> now, as as we assume that's one one way of uh, hearing that story. There is another story that contradicts that story. Uh, according to Senator Lieberman himself, he says he learned of Mortal Kombat during a conversation with his chief of staff who mentioned that his son was asking for a copy, which he refused to give him because of the violence. And then, of course, that led them down a rabbit hole, which ultimately led to the infamous Senate hearings regarding video game violence, which we won't talk about today. But... We'll get to. There's a they lot. Can to can be un- angry. Were, that's a lot to unpack there. Trust me. <laughs> but what motivated the good senator to target Mortal Kombat? Because the public outcry against the game was minimal, from what I can remember, it didn't really start until he started in. You know, violence and gore had pervaded films for decades prior, although the late 80s kind of saw a decline in gore because of parents' groups and religious organizations being like, I didn't They
2: didn't know that they didn't have to put it on their TV in the first place. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. even... even Since
2: the dawn of time.
0: <laughs> even characters like uh, Jason Voorhees got neutered because of this stuff. Friday the 13th Part 7, mm-hmm. there was a lot of gore in that movie. They never yeah. got to see the light of day because the studio was like, "You got, you can't, you got, we gotta cut all this, gotta cut all this." And it's like, but why? It's, t- I mean, even the stuff that got cut, if uh-huh. you compare it to the gore of stuff we see today, it's tame sure. in comparison. Like, well,
2: it's even the Mortal Kombat then. Yeah, that we have today, tame by comparison. <laughs> it's so
0: amazing to realize. You tell us no, we make it bigger and better. So. Maybe votes were at play here, you know. Maybe sure. the good senator saw this uh, target as an easy win to rack them up, and then he can just be like, "Hey, you know, I'll be—I'm the savior of childrens." Right. Yeah. In any case, the Senate hearings would take leaps, trying to justify regulation of video game content, arguing its effects on the adolescent psyche—something that was hard to argue against when you frame it just right.
2: we're still doing that (laughs)
0: yeah well let me let me give you a a great example uh that would have been used at that time okay we're gonna get a little uh deep here so just hang on uh on october 1st 1993 richard allen davis broke into the home of 12 year old Polly class in petaluma california who was hosting a slumber party with two of her friends and Davis tied up the two friends, placed pillowcases over their heads, and kidnapped class. Her body was recovered from a shallow grave on December 4th, 1993, after Davis confessed to her murder after weeks of surveillance. He was convicted and sentenced to death after a lengthy trial in 1996, although he still lives to this day fighting their rulings with even length- lengthier appeals. because to you, this day. To this day. Wow. Now... You may be asking yourself, what does any of this have to do with video games? Well, that's a very good question. It's a very good question because on the surface, there's absolutely no way you can pin this particular act on video games, right? Right. No way whatsoever. But what we do, (coughs) what if, what if we focus on something else in the narrative? Okay, something that's not the murder, but rather its setting. Okay, a very familiar setting at that. A suburban home slumber party. There have been slasher flicks. There have been slasher flicks about slumber party (laughs) massacres, right?
2: Since like at least the 70s. Right? Yeah.
0: Not video games though, right? Not
1: that I remember. No,
0: no. That
2: that at least was a little before my time.
0: (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) However, <laughs> however, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one year prior to her abduction, Sega had released this new console called the Sega CD. Mm-hmm. And this console launched with games utilizing its revolutionary LaserDisc technology and became a launchpad for full motion video based video games. And one such game featured five girls having a slumber party in a house filled with surveillance cameras and vampires. And vampire ninjas. And vampire ninjas. (laughs) And while many people will tell you today that the game itself is devoid of anything graphic or explicit. Night Trap became a focal point of the Senate hearings that would alter the industry forever.
2: I remember this. It was hilarious to me. Be-
0: <laughs> but we'll get Seriously? into that next week.
2: Damn you! you! <laughs> <laughs> But it finally starts to get to where it's like, I thought that's where he was going with it. He leaves me on a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then I won't talk much more about it because you might be getting into it next week. But that was my bet with myself last week. I was like, I bet you it was Night Truck because I kind of remember mm. those hearings.
0: And and um, what I'm going to to dig up next week uh, was not where I expected to go with it. And when I started reading through some of the history, it led me down a different rabbit hole. And I was okay. like, Okay. we're we're gonna focus in on this because it seems it'll it will seem like a side story but it's important
2: gotcha no i trust it excellent oh well this is fun i can't wait for next week so i want to hear more about that because yeah (laughs) i i i remember that hubba and of course me with fmbs i was like what
0: Mm -hmm. i was
2: still young but i was like i don't get it (laughs) what are they saying is wrong with it i don't know. It's so ridiculous. All right. Well, that's our show. That's our show then. Uh, You know, you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash or send an email to super Crash at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram to view the weekly icon art Stephen puts time and love into. You can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform and even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. You can tell your friends to find us on the pencil and paper podcast network or search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and even youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm Lacey O'Finley.
0: And I'm Stephen White.
2: And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash Siblings. But until then,
0: game on! <laughs>
1: has been a pencil and paper podcast network production